welcome back to The Nerd is the Word. I am your host, Carolyn Farnham. I'm your other host, Adam Chisholm. And let us be one of the first people to say congratulations, Miss Jackson, for your confirmation to the Supreme Court. A historical victory that we are very, very excited about. Um, we have a very special episode for you guys today and a very special guest, fashion icon, my personal friend, Lizzie, I'm a dick, Kim. <laughs> Lizzie, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Lizzie, middle name, I'm a dick, Kim. Been like that in Carolyn's phone for almost a year now. Um, <laughs> all I have to say is King's Cup. And I think that's the only explanation needed there. Yep. <laughs> and I am fashion icon and Disney Channel original movie lover. And what else do we need to know? <laughs> um, all right. So how do we see this bracket? How did we do this? As you know, listeners in our Facebook group got to vote on a poll of Disney Channel original movies, of which there were like 150. We used that poll to determine the top eight seeds of this bracket. We're going to go matchup by matchup and discuss which movie should win based on our three criteria, which this week are originality, nostalgia factor, and as always, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into the seating reveal. Coming in at number eight, it's Johnny Tsunami from 1999. Number seven, Motocrossed. Number six is uh, the high school musical. There's definitely not a the at the beginning of that, but I threw <laughs> it there anyway. Number five is the Luck of the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> number four is the Smart House. It's just Smart House. It's Smart House. <laughs> Number three, the queer-coded Cadet Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Xenon, girl of the 21st century. And number one, Halloween Town. (laughs) So before we jump into the bracket, do we have any movies that were on that super long list that we wish made it or wish it made it higher? Like, I know for me, like, The Color of Friendship is literally an (laughs) Emmy (laughs) award-winning movie. Like, it literally has won Emmys, and it's such a good movie, and I don't understand how that didn't make it. But also Descendants, in my opinion, got fucking robbed because like Kristen Chenoweth is in the Descendants. Like, come on. You you can't beat that aesthetic. You literally can't beat her. So those are the two I'm mad about. This kind of tracks with what I was expecting. I don't I don't think there's anything outside of these top eight that I really thought definitely should be up there. I, and I I was texting Carolyn this because I watched it for nostalgia, but Pixel Perfect is like one of my top four all time favorite decoms. And I I didn't think it was necessarily had to be in the top eight, but I was sad I didn't get to talk about it because you have like discussion of like consciousness and responsibility with AI, like, come on. And also the clothes in Pixel Perfect Perfect are amazing, like fantastic. (laughs) And you can like download your clothes while she can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I would love to have a downloadable closet. That would save me so much time. <laughs> I definitely think my cutoff year for DCOMs was like 2002 because I don't <sighs> know basically any of them outside of High School Musical uh, after 2003, 2004. Like I just, I do remember the Cheetah Girls, never watched it. <gasps> wasn't, wasn't my demographic. I was a little, little straight cis white boy. <laughs> and I'm not going to watch the Cheetah Girls or anything like that at that point. I think that the Cheetah Girls has wide appeal. I think that it was definitely. Oh, that's fair. No, uh, my best friend, who, <laughs> who you know, Kyle, is obsessed 
with the cheetah girls he would throw it on when we were uh, just driving around as teenagers and he was like no women I love cheetah this. girls blast this when we pull up next to them at a red light uh it never worked by the way but uh, oh my god <laughs> you're both married now it yeah, yeah 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 and not because of the cheetah girls <laughs> what uh lizzie's actually a little bit younger than both of us so she probably has a, a different perspective than we do because <laughs> her formative years were later than ours it's so true. yeah like pixel perfect cheetah girls that was like the height of your yeah decom love i was thinking about this because i i remember like distinctly like stumbling upon the movies like um quince and like stepsister from planet weird but it was when like we Classic. got tivo and I wasn't allowed to watch TV on weekdays. So I would just record every decom I saw on a weekday. And then I would watch like three on a Friday when I could finally watch TV. But I came to them late. And then I would watch like Cheetah Girls, High School Musical, Camp Rock, all that, like on the day they came out. Like that was my era. Mm. Camp Rock is just, is just I a... love Camp Rock with all my heart. And if you're about to like disparage it's... it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, I can't believe they did that to Joe Jonas's hair. Okay. I think it's part of the aesthetic. <laughs> I literally was like, if this gets in the top eight, his hair is going to be half my argument for aesthetic mm, and nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> he just had like a really bad day with like, not even like a, a traditional hair straightener. It was like an iron. Like they just full on ironed his head. It's like, up and like <laughs> it's layered and razor. Yeah. There's no like straight edge. It's all There's more like- bangs than like should be possible on a human head. I don't know how else to explain it. And to oh, okay. Kevin so too, it's, I think. It's like God oh with a fire God. in that case then. Got it. Yeah, it's, it's like he touched it's... a socket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Kevin. They Kevin. get Kevin dirty. Oh, they always do Kevin dirty. <laughs> they always, that's true. Shout out to Kevin. Shout out to Kevin Jonas, everyone's <laughs> favorite Jonas, except for <laughs> except for the other three. Um <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask if Camp Rock is the one with Nick Jonas and the other two, but uh, but not. And the other two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, is, <laughs> Mar- Nick is the best Jonas. Mar- Miranda is, <laughs> Miranda's out there just going, Adam Chisholm! <laughs> we should, next next week's podcast is going to be ranking the three Jonas brothers. And if Nick doesn't win, I don't know what the fuck is up. Oh, Jesus. You're going to have a lot of angry people calling you now. Look, well, you already do. I'll put Frankie Jonas on top just for doing the Ponyo voices. <laughs> Let, let's go. <laughs> Joe Jonas looks like Mr. Bean. So that's the end of that. Um, Holy shit. He does. He does. It's the eyebrows. He looks just like Mr. Bean. They're the same person. Oh my God. I've never noticed that. Yeah. I hope Sophie Turner listens to this podcast and looks at her husband and goes, huh. Huh. I feel like she's probably already knows and already makes fun of him for it. I feel like that's their relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. That's their, that's their aesthetic. Anyways, decoms. <laughs> <laughs> So this first matchup yeah. is Oof. probably probably the easiest one, yeah, because it's it's Halloween Town versus Johnny Tsunami, and I apologize to all the Johnny Tsunami fans out there, but Halloween Town is the better movie. Yeah. It it really is. I mean, we're looking at our. I'll I'll just go ahead and jump right into our criteria for originality. Right. Um, Johnny Tsunami is a very classic, like rich white boy versus newcomer to the town. Um, they all look like the all the rich white boys look like my husband. And they're like, <laughs> we're, we're gonna take over the skate park. Um, <laughs> How many minutes did it take for Carolyn to say my husband? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking a bet. He's the only, it's been like two years of quarantine. He's the only person I've hung out with. Um, him and Cleo, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, in nostalgia, I think Halloween Town is just like, oh my god, it's it's 
it's a classic. Like you still watch it during Halloween season, um, which is basically the months of August through November. And aesthetics, like the costuming, the acting, I it, I think it's just a beautiful movie. Um, so I I don't think Johnny Tsunami stands a chance. But I'll happily listen to any arguments. <laughs> I mean. I feel like nostalgia. I can just say Debbie Reynolds, and then like we're done. Yeah, exactly. No, that was that was one of that was one of my notes I have right here is Debbie fucking Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all um, I wrote down in all bold was Debbie Reynolds because I was like, I know I'm not gonna have to fight about this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, you did hit on the uh, well, started to hit on the the cliche uh, for Johnny Tsunami. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to move to a new place with a different climate and and learn a new hobby. But, oh, I'm going to find some similarities in my old hobby. And it, it's, I don't know, maybe Johnny Tsunami was the first to do that. But either way, it's cliche as fuck. Um, and I don't think it was the first to do that. Probably not. I feel but, like that probably happened in like ye olden times. Yeah. <laughs> I did have a moment where I went back to Johnny Tsunami this morning, though. You know, like when you like go see a movie from your childhood, and it's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck is that actor doing in here? Right. Yeah. I don't know what Shang Tsung is doing in this. He has <laughs> Mortal Kombat to run. That is a very logistical job, and he needs to go back to running Mortal Kombat. He's John- <laughs> like the titular Johnny Tsunami is played by, I'm going to destroy his name, Kari Hiroki Tagawa, I believe, um, oh. who plays Shang Tsung in. Mortal Kombat movies and that's where that's that's the first place that yeah 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 he just pops up it's like "Mm, finish him uh (laughs) yeah and and I'm just like I don't understand why he's in this everything he's in he always plays a bad guy but now he's like the chill laid-back surfer dude um and it's actually really funny um he became eviler as he grew up which is Mm -hmm. you know very relatable yeah well so Johnny Tsunami is the main character's grandfather in Johnny Tsunami. It's not, oh. the, yeah, the main character is not Johnny Tsunami. His name is also Johnny, but his last name is whatever his real last name is. This is very confusing. Yes. I would like to just say for the record that two hours before this podcast started, I thought we were going to talk about Twitches and not Johnny <laughs> Tsunami. So I'm a big researcher and I feel like I'm failing, but I'm ready for every other movie. I just want to say yeah. for the record. Mm. <laughs> He's and this this is this is going to be our easiest bracket. Yeah, this really absolutely. was. So so we know it's Halloween Town. Very <laughs> sorry again to the to the Johnny. Mm-hmm. Does anybody is anybody going to vote for Johnny? It's not no, here. no, no, no. Like, I, like, I, I will. Yeah, it's Halloween. Maybe right, I'll so watch we'll, it later. <laughs> my official vote is the classic Halloween right. Town. <laughs> also, official vote is Halloween Town. Oh my this gosh. next one. Oh my god. Not as easy. No. Nope. <laughs> I watched both of these in the last like three days, and oh. <laughs> Um, I think I know which way I'm leaning on this, but let's go with it. it um, seed five, Luck of the Irish versus seed four, Smart House. Uh, Lizzie, you want to kick this one off? Oh, man. Yeah. So these are both favorites of my childhood. I watched, I rewatched them both this week. And I, I think when we're talking about originality and nostalgia and like aesthetic, you have Smart House where it's like modern, but also has the 50s housewife. So you're hitting like two different like eras of aesthetic, which is like fascinating. And like everyone remembers like a smoothie coming out of the ground, the ground absorbing <laughs> all the dirt. There is a scene where they say to play some like jams and then like everyone does a little dance together. <laughs> Iconic. Um, but look at the Irish. I forgot all of the things of Luck of the Irish where it's like, <laughs> we're not, who cares what our background is? We're American. We're not anything else. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about this anymore. <laughs> I've forgotten all that. Yeah. Um, so the, there's the, a little bit less nostalgia now. 
the the ending where they all stand up and sing this land yeah. is your land cringy and Ooh. unintentionally hilarious uh <laughs> yeah it, yeah i was thinking about that yesterday where i was like this land is our land are you sure about that <laughs> you positive <laughs> you want to look at all of your outfits and check on that again so i might put it down a little bit for me yeah yeah um what what does bring up luck of the iris for me first off i watched the shit out of both of these movies growing up like whenever either of them were on tv i knew what i was doing for the next 90 minutes um but i think the first off disney why is basketball like the end-all be-all in so many disney movies like I get like I am born and raised in Springfield, Massachusetts, birthplace of basketball, and I don't <laughs> care about basketball this much. I don't think many people do. It is not as po- well. Maybe this is just me. I don't think it's as popular as Disney thinks it is, or at least Disney thought it was in the early thousands. But it's just I don't know. It's just every fucking movie ends with some oh we got to win the big basketball game or some dumb bullshit like that. Also, the bad guy's name is Seamus because of course it is. Um, yes. Also, and- Lassie from um, um, Psych, Lassiter. Yep. yep. I was losing my mind. Have you ever seen I've Psych? seen Tim- Yeah, <laughs> Timothy Oddmanson is uh, the actor's name, which I know because I'm on the Wikipedia page of The Luck of the Irish. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the guy that plays Seamus? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Great river dancer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of great people in Luck of the Irish, uh, the late Henry Gibson, uh, an absolute icon, um, the original voice of Wilbur, I found out this morning in Charlotte's Web. Uh, oh. Had no idea about that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's <sighs> Smart House is just so fucking good. It was like, it, it's, it's Alexa before Alexa um, yeah. and just controlling everything. It's like everyone wanted the Smart House. Um, other thing that I found out this morning that I absolutely flipped out about. Do you guys know who directed Smart House? Yeah. Oh, I texted Carolyn a few days ago. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Didn't fucking, know until this week either. Yeah, LeVar Burton. LeVar <laughs> motherfucking Burton. I, <laughs> I lost my mind and I was like, is it just me that doesn't know this? And then Carolyn's like, no, no I also yeah. didn't know. And I'm like, who actually knew this? Who knew yeah. this fact? Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I can fly twice as high. I do um, like that both these movies star um, Ryan Merriman. Yes. Like, that's yeah. hilarious. They're comparing that, yeah. the same main characters. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I, I, I'm going to say... <laughs> I I actually love Luck of the Irish. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So I'll be the the naysayer here. Um, this is actually it's tougher for me, I think, for the both of you. Maybe because I I like I watched these maybe like a year or two ago. Um, I want to say when quarantine like first started, I started watching all the original Disney movies because I was like, there's not much else to do. Um, but I like I really love the Luck of the Irish. I just think it's so silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that is like anything. That's like pretty much it. Um, Smart House was like vaguely scarring. It also reminded me of a Ray Bradbury short story, which like so my dad when we were kids used to read us Ray Bradbury before we'd go to sleep. And it, for those of you who don't know, science fiction writer who you know died not too long ago, but very very famous, um, started my love of science fiction and fantasy. However, not very appropriate for bedtime stories. Very scary endings in many of them, including the one about the smart house. So for me, it was like very reminiscent of like that story. And so it was kind of like scarring in a way, because I was like, oh, uh, the Ray Bradbury story doesn't end too happily, oh boy. Um, 
and Luck of the Irish was just like silly and fun and lighthearted. Um, and I really like when Ryan Merriman got red hair. I thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> and I just, I don't know. I, the, the, the nostalgia for me probably would go to Luck of the Irish just because I, I remember watching it a lot more. Um, and I just, I loved it. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I did not remember the cringy, this land is your land scene. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I will say I would probably agree with you that nostalgia would fall heavier on Luck of the Irish for me, just because mm-hmm. I think Smart House, which this isn't a category, but I think Smart House overall is a better movie. But when I watch it, I get scared. And I don't know if I yeah. can put nostalgia <laughs> on that. The last shot, I don't know if you remember, but it like zooms in on her face and then it just freezes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. And it's a reused shot. So that shot's supposed to be like a nice shot where she's like, oh, how nice, nice ending. And he like winks at her and that kind of thing. It is a reused shot from earlier in the movie where it's used as as like a a she's evil kind of shot. So it makes sense that you're scared by that last thing. Yeah, it's insane. The thing with Smart House, I, I am leaning more towards Smart House and Luck of the Irish. Like I said before, I love both of these movies, but I just like the themes of it better. Like I, 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 the, I mean, okay. One parent is dead because it's Disney. Obviously, that <laughs> has to happen. Yes. Um, I don't know. It, it just touches on s- more real, like feelings and emotions, mm-hmm. and you know, he, he's stepping up to try to be, you know, try to fill the void that his mother left, and all this kind of stuff. Um, and then he's like against his dad dating. The acting in Smart House is better than it has any right being. First and foremost, <laughs> yeah. Um. The dad is great. Uh, the, the whole family is likable and relatable. Um, and I think that's why Smart House is better for me. Um, whereas, you know, Luck of the Irish, it's fun. And as an Irish, as, as, you know, someone <laughs> with Irish heritage says my beard, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I do, uh, I, I, I do get all giddy when Luck of the Irish is on, but it's just, I, I don't know. I feel like I just connect more deeply with the story being told in Smart House. Um, and it is scary, but hey, life is fucking scary. Mm. Um, so that's why I'm leaning Smart House. And I think uh, that Smart House is my official vote. Uh, well, I think that Luck of the Irish is slightly more original because I've I've seen the, the trope of the intelligent house several times, aka mm. Ray, Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Um, I personally like the aesthetic or the nostalgia factor definitely a little bit more. If nostalgia is a toss up, I think two still go to luck of the Irish. So Lizzie is the tiebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you already know my leaning, but I, I, to your point about the kind of a smart home being a little bit less original, I can see that. But I also like that kind of paralleled with what you were talking about, um, Adam, with the kind of family drama of he like wants this house because he's trying to like prove that they don't need another mother and there's like as much as like trauma it kind of is to watch a movie (laughs) like that as a child I was watching it the other day and I was like some kid probably like really needed this to like see that like they didn't have to be the new parent it was okay for their family to change and I think kind of like having those two themes parallel is like really cool and really unique especially for like a kid's movie which we know kids movies deal with hard stuff all the time. But um, I I will give nostalgia to Luck of the Irish, but again, back to the like kind of modern super tech aesthetic along with the 50s, like problematic mother aesthetic. (laughs) I got to give it a smart house. Official vote. All right. There we go. We we hate to see Luck of the Irish go, but... 
I guess it wasn't so lucky. Uh, oh, <laughs> it lost its coin. All right, next matchup. Oh, God. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that's going to just put Lizzie in the ground. Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. The, the number three seed, Cadet Kelly, uh, versus the number six seed, High School Musical. Oh, High School no. Musical, arguably the biggest decom of all time. Yeah. Uh, I remember in high school, people were like obsessed with it. Even yeah. when we were in high school, people my, had like the, the high school musical <laughs> notebooks and yeah, my brother loved high school musical. My older brother, who is much more, you know, straight white guy than me, loved <laughs> high school musical. He's just, I don't know what it was about it, but he just like clinged on to it. And he was like a senior in high school at the time. It was crazy. Um, Are you sure it wasn't the cheetah girls theme of ladies <laughs> like this? So that's fair. That might be it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Carolyn, you, you go with this one. Okay, so I was not part of the high school musical craze. I actually oh. watched it for the very first time. I think, I, again, probably at the start of quarantine, because what else was there to do? <laughs> um, I like, it's the only musical on this list, which is pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a fun movie. It's very cringy, but like the best ones are... Um, Cadet Kelly, I like a lot more, maybe because like the nostalgia factor is definitely a lot more for Cadet Kelly because I watched it when I was younger versus like when I watched High School Musical, like I said, I was an adult. Uh, so it didn't have that at all for me. Um, Cadet Kelly, not very original. I will say it's the same kind of trope where it's like the kid has to move locations. Like we said about Johnny Tsunami, learn yeah. a new hobby. Um, but I just, I love the aesthetics for Cadet Kelly because there's the ribbon dancing. There's the, <sighs> the weird dancing with the guns. There's the very obvious lesbian love story between Christy Carlson Romano and Hilary Duff. Uh, yes. um, I love when she puts a pink scarf on her uniform. Like, yes, queen, do it. Um, so yeah nostalgia for me goes to cadet kelly or uh aesthetics goes to cadet kelly i think originality high school musical is a little bit more original it was new it was fresh i think that's why people loved it so much uh the music's really fun um so but i'm leaning i'm leaning cadet kelly lizzie oh god uh, <laughs> uh, well first off i feel like they both don't have like that much aesthetic like i don't think of like them as like aesthetic movies the big images I think of when I think of these movies, I think of Hilary Duff covered in just mud and rain in Cadet Kelly Lynn. She's like under and crawling and getting screamed at by her secret lesbian lover. And like, that's my big image. So there's that and her putting mud on Christy Carlson, Romano's dress. <laughs> but those are just like fun memories, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, if we're going with a step, I guess High School Musical, it's hard because I view them the first and second almost as a unit. So like, I think of bed on it. I think of fabulous is probably more aesthetic, but that's not part of this. I I mean, we're pretty loosey goosey with the definition of aesthetic. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you can literally for aesthetics, you can just be like Sharpay. Right, fair. Yeah. I guess the the like cafeteria stick to the status quo song. Mm-hmm. Like I think it taught a generation what status quo meant. I Absolutely. think about that often. Yep. <laughs> um pop lock and whatever the other thing that girl says in that song oh every single one of those people amazing I guess slightly aesthetic to high school musical more like maybe Sharpay is carrying that on their shoulders maybe you're right her and on Lucas Graviel the weirdly incestuous um and gay and (laughs) what was happening there I don't know 
Oh God. I, so High School Musical came out when I was in middle school, which probably gives it more nostalgia for me. And it was like me and my best friend at the time, we like learned the moves to the dances. Oh I was my like, God. I was the demographic, like for my own childhood bias, nostalgia goes to High School Musical. I'm probably going to give it a originality too, but I have to say as someone who was closeted as a kid and is now out as bi, I did just recently rewatch Cadet Kelly and I just have to give it props for giving me what I probably didn't even know I was getting, but I still have to give it to High School Musical. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So this for me isn't quite as difficult. Um, When it comes to High School Musical, like I said at the at, at the, the the head of this, it's the biggest decom of all time. It it just launched into the stratosphere. It affected culture in a way that no other movie on this list did. Um, still have Zac Efron and Vanessa Hudgens in our orbit. Exactly. Like, and and, and Ashley Tisdale. Ashley Tisdale oh, is still there right. too. Yeah. Is yeah, she? Yeah. Is she still doing things? She's still doing things. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen her in anything. I well, her because she had to take a lot of time off for carrying that movie on her back. Fair. Um, the babies in yes. her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> I did write that um, this movie did for Zac Efron what Twilight did for our paths. Like he really You're had so to right. come back. He had to come out the other side and just completely rebuild himself. And he did. And he did. and he's 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 pretty big now. And Vanessa Hudgens, same thing. Uh, what did I see her in recently? She oh, I just watched Tick, 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 Boom. Boom. Yeah. Which is similar, honestly, to this. It, much, it not is. much a departure. But. Great movie. Not expecting to oh, cry oh, as yeah. much as I did at that movie. But in Cadet Kelly, first off, fun fact about Cadet Kelly, uh, her, her stepfather, uh, played by uh, Gary Cole, never gets a name. In IMDb, his name is Sir. Oh, sir, you're <laughs> right. Sir. Wait, I thought I saw <laughs> Which this morning. Which is awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. The boy that they're uh, definitely fighting over and definitely not in love with each other, uh, it's <laughs> Iceman. It's fucking Iceman from X-Men. Ah, oh um, my God. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, though the, the that last uh, like dance number with I, I know Carolyn, you love the ribbons and everything. It's so cringy to me. It's just it's not comfortable. Maybe this because I was an ROTC in high school. Uh, <laughs> definitely not a great decision in my life. Um, <laughs> but it just don't. It just doesn't. No, I, I don't. I don't really feel this movie as much as I love Hillary Duff. Uh, I loved Hillary Duff back then. Um, <laughs> Didn't we all? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, a high school musical, the music is amazing. And just the impact that it had on the world. It's, this is an easy one for me. My official vote is high school musical. Goddamn, bish bash. My opinions are apparently trash. But... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Lizzie, your, your official vote? My official vote is high school musical. And Carolyn was Cadet Kelly. It was. Wow. Man, I'm is... sorry, everyone out there. Me and Adam, <laughs> very, very <laughs> correctly <laughs> voted for Cadet Kelly in the number three spot. I fought the good fight. I mean, I'm, in... I'm glad it made it. I'm pretty sure her little like comfort blanket was a rainbow blanket, and yeah. in seeing yeah. that recently, wow, what a moment! <laughs> oh, wh- what was her original high school called? It was like the High School of Alternative Learning or something yeah, like that. It something, was, it, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it, it was like this is exactly where like conservatives have gotten their picture of what liberals want the world to be and this is this is why they hate everything send her to military school to get the gay out of her and she gets there right, right exactly yeah i know a lot of people that that happened to <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, uh, this next ma- this next matchup is the one that's gonna kill me really yeah yeah 
Yeah. So okay. like, so it's motocross uh, ver- at number seven versus Xenon at number two. And I love both of these. <sighs> mm-hmm. So motocross is based off of 12th night and it really walked. So she's the man could run. Yes. Yes. It, like she's the man would not have happened without motocross. Oh my God, Adam's face is like, what? It is 12th night, isn't it? It is yeah, 12th night. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't hide the fact that it's 12th. It definitely does. Yeah. It is a, 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 a moto, motorcycle, <laughs> motocross version of 12th night. What the fuck? Without the monologues. I wish could see Adam exploding. <laughs> Um, but no, it works. So she's the man could run, and she's the man is like a goddamn classic, right? Um, like I, that's my one of my comfort movies. I love she's the man. Um, Xenon was oh my god, but it was so cool as a kid. Like her outfits, incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like the pink and blue ensemble in the beginning. It was just like so with the mini skirt and the tights and the platform boots. Loved the clothes in Xenon. Um, even the whole, like, her earring was the chip that was mm. destroying the space station. It was all, like, really well-crafted, really well done. Um, zoom, zoom, zoom. Uh, Make my heart go boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Like, Lyrical masterpiece. Masterpiece. Zoom, Just can't. Zoom, zoom. Yep. Probably Raven Simone's best creation. <laughs> uh, best thing she's ever been in. Uh, yeah, Not it hard. was just like, uh, it was so, like, Xenon was just, like, so good. But I love motocross. I love mm-hmm. motocross. I remember watching it in fourth grade and just being, like, so invested in it. And so, like, oh, my God, like, this lady's so cool. And she's, like, breaking gender barriers. And she's, you know, doing things that men said she couldn't do. And her father's a total dick. But, like, he kind of comes around in the end. Um, and her mom is awesome. Um I just, oh God, like there's so many funny scenes in it too. Like when her brother who gets injured is like trying to make pasta and the the (laughs) younger brother is complaining, like it's crunchy. Why is the pasta crunchy? (laughs) Um, Like I love, love, love motocross. Um, I don't think it's going to win because like looking at this, I think originality, motocross is based off of 12th night. So I can't really say (laughs) it's original. To be fair, Um, for someone to sit back and say, hey, let's take a Shakespeare play and throw motorcycles at it. That's not an unoriginal idea. (laughs) No, definitely. It's like, let's take a Shakespeare play and make it lions. To be fair. Um, Oh, (laughs) that's also a great point. Good point. Good point. (laughs) Yeah. I hate it when people make fun of the Lion King. It's like, oh, it's just Hamlet with lions. Like, fuck yeah, that sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do that to more Shakespeare things. So originality, I mean, I do think goes to Xenon. It was very fresh and new, I think, and, and nostalgia too. Oh God, nostalgia might go to motocross just because I loved it so much as a kid. Like I would put that movie on repeat. It was so, so, so fun. Um, but aesthetics, I think also goes to Xenon. So I don't think like, despite the fact that it breaks my heart and I loved motocross, I just, I don't think I can give it the victory. <sighs> man convince uh, convince me otherwise <laughs> no me and you were saying gonna say like the same things it hurts my heart because like i i remembered loving motocross and i i and i remembered loving xenon and i rewatched Xenon a couple months ago still loved it but i was like it was exactly what i remembered right i rewatched motocross this morning excited but like oh yeah i like this as a kid i was screaming in my room this morning at like 9 a.m i was like <laughs> what this is actually a perfect movie this is amazing <laughs> 
there is a line I wrote it down and it's the love interest his name is like Dean Talon which the last mm-hmm. name Talon iconic okay and he says <laughs> to the girl who he still thinks is a guy and he's training her now you know and he says I'm gonna work you till you can't get out of bed and I screamed I was like is this the gayest movie I've ever seen I've seen a lot of gay movies this is gayer than Cadet Kelly potentially oh it's definitely gayer than Cadet Kelly like there's so much sexual tension when the main character is still you know presenting as a male a man and like the the male bracer that she's working with like there's so much sexual tension there unreal I was attracted to both of them they're like flirting and like body Mm -hmm. language is amazing but I like could not believe someone got that line into a Disney movie I was like that's that's like (laughs) I I love it I love it but it was let's be honest it is Disney though so it's not that surprising (laughs) I just I I wasn't expecting it yeah (laughs) (laughs) so it's like if I had to rate them now I feel like I would choose motocross over Xenon as like a better movie overall but like you can't get over originality nostalgia and aesthetic of Xenon honestly they take all three for me for Mm -hmm. me as a kid I mean like what is his name protozoa I always thought that Uh, was the the guy's name and then the band is microbe Mm-hmm. like just looking at his hair that just wins aesthetic yeah, it's like, great oh yeah <laughs> so unfortunately even though i now have a new oh, love so of motocross <laughs> you know and i think has to win based on our categories yeah um motocross i i was i was surprised motocross got as much love as it did i mm. wasn't big on motocross they didn't do the rights for the music properly so all the music that's on the disney plus version is completely different from uh-huh. what it was originally so a lot of people were like complaining it's like this music doesn't really fit well and then yeah the, the, the rights for it ran out which i guess is a thing that can happen with tv movies but yeah it, it's it, it's very strange and off-putting to me but i don't know what the original music was so i i won't notice it if i go back i don't remember no um the other note i have here is uh, i'll read it verbatim the family owns a motocross team, dot, 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 very relatable, forward slash S. Um, <laughs> I don't understand how, like, like, there's a lot of, like, things you can relate to, but, like, when it, when it opens up with, oh, we're a family that owns a motocross team, it's like, that's, I'm already not interested in this because I have no idea what that even is. Um, but, yeah. Xenon, on but the other hand, you've lived on a spaceship. That's more relatable to you. That's where I wanted to be at the time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Supernova, uh, Supernova Girl is an absolute bop. Uh, oh, greatest wow. song from any movie on this list, including High School Musical. <gasps> Whoa! Um, <laughs> oh, there's gonna be fists. Fists are gonna be a flying. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Uh, I do like that. Uh, her catchphrase uh Cetus Lapidus I looked it up I was like oh this has to mean something it sounds Latin no it's literally just a constellation and a moon of Saturn um, sounds like Latin. I guess that is Latin a it, it bit. is technically Latin <laughs> but it means nothing in Latin um and the last note I had on it is the one very quick line that is very easy to miss one of the teachers mentions President Chelsea Clinton right right <laughs> what the absolute fuck was this year <laughs> I lost my mind yeah. I was like who what this <laughs> would never why <laughs> but yeah um it's seen on for me it, it it's it is yeah. probably 
it's the second most nostalgic movie on this mm-hmm. list for me. When I think of DCOMs, it's Halloween Town, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. I it's, forgot it's just, we're going to have to talk about Halloween Town again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. um, but yeah, my official vote, Xenon. Yep. I, it has to be Xenon. Yeah. As much as my gay little heart hurts. <laughs> <laughs> we got rid of the two gayest movies on this list. <laughs> I'm very upset about it. Yeah. This is homophobic. <laughs> Yes, anyone that's listened to our podcast knows that we are extremely <laughs> homophobic. <laughs> oh, yes, extremely. <laughs> All right, round two. We're through round one. Number one seed, Halloween Town, and number four seed, Smart House. <sighs> it's Halloween Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we're all on the same page with that then. Um, Halloween Town is perfect in every single way there's nothing wrong with halloween town smart house has a great story it's directed by lavar burton but yeah no halloween town is the best yeah i i don't have anything more to say about halloween town versus smart house you guys i just want to say her like marnie's outfit yeah that robe yeah i had like clothing <laughs> lust for that robe so hard it was gorgeous it still is gorgeous i would wear the hell out of that i love a good cape We've established this. Um, it's absolutely incredible. But I do also like really do love the themes of Halloween Town. And I know we've touched upon the themes of Smart House as well, which are you know very good and, and like really important. Um, but Halloween Town, uh, the theme of kind of like rebellion and your parents aren't always right, and sometimes finding yourself requires you to look outside the norm. Um, I think that that is really important as well. Um, and I know like even like now, turning red is getting so much like vitriol because people are like, oh, it teaches girls to rebel, and it's like, well. All Disney movies have that theme in them. They really do. And it, you can see it in Halloween Town when Marnie literally runs away from home to figure out who she is. And she does yeah. successfully. Um, and she comes into herself and she comes into her power. And she does it kind of despite everything that her mother puts up in her way. So I really do love Halloween Town. I think you it's can a really great say movie. all four of these movies have rebellion against the parent, honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like decent handling of it. Yeah. I do want to mention uh, something else I figured out when I was going through Wikipedia pages and everything. Um, in Halloween Town, the broom salesman is played by, oh God, I forgot his name already, um, Kenneth Choi, uh, who is in a lot, he's most notably, he's in the MCU in two different roles. He's, he's a character uh-huh. actor that, you know, like you see his face and you see him. Um, he was one of the Howling Commandos in the first uh, Captain America movie. Um, he was like one of one of the soldiers he rescued and then just joins him on his adventures. But then he also oh. plays, yeah, he also plays that character's grandson, who is <laughs> Peter Parker's uh, principal uh, at his school. Oh my God. And so I, I, I like see, I, I was going through like the cast list and I saw his face pop up. I was like, hold the fucking phone. But yeah, not, not, not a huge actor. He's not Debbie Reynolds, but it, it's, it's just fun to see like a face you recognize completely covered in prosthetics. You had no idea it was that person. But anyways, yeah. yeah, Halloween Town's my official vote here. Yeah, I mean, say I don't even know what else there is to say. It's just the scope of it is so insane. Like the amount they really just went in. They're like, we're gonna create a whole town. We're gonna create mm-hmm. all these different sets and scenes and prosthetics and like characters. And they they put their whole self into it, and it worked out. Yeah, and, like I still to this day just remember like the theater and like the frozen people in the theater and just mm-hmm. there's so much like drama and heart. I don't know. I I just love when a like a quote unquote kids movie like trusts its viewer to be able to handle whatever it throws at you. And I feel like Halloween Town is such a good example of like, yeah, we're gonna give you all we have, and we know you can handle it. 
And I do also love the theme, which is again, very common in, in Disney movies, but that looks can be deceiving. Mm. Calabar is this charming politician. He's good looking, he's charismatic, you know? And even um, the guy that works for him, whose name I always forget, like the reason why he works for Calabar is because he makes him attractive, right? Mm. He makes him right. like look better. And then at the end of the movie, we have that realization where like, just because someone's beautiful on the outside, it doesn't necessarily mean they're good on the inside. Yeah. Um, and so I do like that as well. So yes, Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Also, great, great line from this movie that uh, you feel in two very different ways when you watch it as a kid uh, compared to when you watch it as an adult. I'm 13. I'm basically an adult. Like when I was 10 years old, I was like, you tell them you are basically an adult. Now when I watch it when I'm 30, it was like, you dumb little bitch. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. So Halloween Town moves on to the finals. Let's oh boy. get angry at each other high school musical versus xenon girls oh, i am just going to say yes. i can drive to massachusetts make a pit stop in new york and kick both of your asses and then drive back make another pit stop in new york and kick your ass again if high school musical goes on xenon what? is a better movie xenon is a better movie i swear i don't to know Christ. if it is i don't know you don't know to- my new address I'm going to hide in your walls, Lizzie Kim. Good luck. <laughs> He's going to hear whispers at night. And it's like... I need to re-dye my hair. You're going to like track down my hair and see me on the street and follow me home. <laughs> that, that gif I sent you of Corella DeVille driving the car. That's my me. God. <laughs> ah, this is so difficult. It is. I'll, I'll, I'll start this one off. I, I honestly don't know which way I'm leaning on these two because <laughs> while Bullshit. I think... High School Musical is more culturally significant. Xenon is far more nostalgic for me. Um, and then as far as aesthetics goes, oh, fuck, I love space. <laughs> <laughs> but I also love musicals and people just singing for no fucking reason. So I, I really have no idea where I'm going with this. So oh, let's let's go down our list so it's nostalgia xenon takes that for me without a doubt originality oh he's thinking you know originality might also go to xenon for me because it's a it's a classic story of you know a girl gets in trouble has to go and live in a way that she doesn't she's not used to i don't know i'm putting these words together in a very poor way um in my head this sounds great um (laughs) (laughs) um fuck i don't know which way i'm leaning i I do actually think they're quite similar in that regard Mm -hmm. where it's like you have like kids who want to break out of the roles that they've been assigned because xenon is just like expected to kind of fit in this box and like you know be a good student and be a good kid and like do all of these things and she's like what if instead i went trash diving Um, <laughs> and in High School Musical, you have Troy, who's like, I want to be a musical star and rip my shirt open and be super dramatic. And instead, my daddy wants me to play basketball, um, <laughs> which is how I imagine he speaks. I don't know. That's exactly. No, that, it was like I was there. <laughs> um, so, so it's like you do like try to just like break out of the boxes that they have been assigned. Mm-hmm. Um, aesthetics for me, what I'm com- honestly comparing 
is like the pinnacle of aesthetics of Xenon, which is like that last scene with zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, 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 and the outfits and the, the, the colors and all of that very fun stuff mm-hmm. versus just like Sharpay. Because let's be honest, she carries the aesthetics <laughs> of High School Musical, at least for me, she does. And Xenon is better. Like that, that, it's so much like more lively and colorful and fun. And Adam, as you said, that is like the best Disney song on a decom. It is. Uh, I don't it, I feel like it's so hard because High School Musical is like so a part of my life and like so when I think of originality I almost like don't want to give it to it but I'm sitting here thinking about is that just because like I'm so familiar with it at this point and it's been part of my life for over 15 years and because I'm thinking I'm like I think I take for granted that like we took the sports we took Zac Efron this hyper masculine sports guy and we said yeah we're gonna make a movie about how it's okay that he can have those multiple parts of himself and we can have different forms of like gender identity and like you're allowed to like things that aren't masculine while still liking the things that are masculine and I'm just having that moment right now we're making high school musical a lot deeper than it probably needs to be but uh and Kenny Ortega icon who obviously (laughs) goes on to do Descendants is still being a Disney icon I just yeah I'm having such a hard time because if we're going by like these categories like xenon has more aesthetic and it has more originality but like you can always just listen to your heart you can listen to your heart we're not gonna be like mad at you right i i just these are these are guidelines not rules right (laughs) i yeah the nostalgia is like so heavy on high school musical and like the hold that it still has in me is so much deeper than xenon like i i saw xenon multiple times as a kid and then didn't see it for decades or a decade and then watched a couple months ago for the mm-hmm. first time in a long time but i rewatched high school musical probably at least like every two years still mm-hmm. know all the words like there's something that takes over me emotionally when they meet for the first time and do what and i i can't i can't vote against it like mm-hmm. i can't explain why it like I mean, I guess I don't have to because like thousands, millions of people love this movie too, but I like have never been able to explain why it's meant so much to me, but it really does. You're the tiebreaker, dude. Lots of pressure here. Oh, wait. So Carolyn is Xenon. I'm Lizzie musical. is High School Musical. Well, fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is honestly really hard because they are good in different ways. And nostalgia for me is xenon i watched it when i was much younger uh i never really watched high school musical when it was first popular i thought it was annoying um (laughs) i watched it later and loved it but um it just wasn't for me at the time originality they both have unoriginal things they both have original things but carolyn said the magic word when it comes to originality and it's uh what space what (laughs) Sorry, I was joking. Just in <laughs> oh, space. Oh. <laughs> no, it was Eddie's million dollar cookoff. Ah. Uh, was the magic word. Um, magic words. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, Please, no. So, whether no matter what aesthetic goes to for me, I have to give it to Xenon. Oh, That's I'm so my sorry, official Lizzie. vote at this point. I'm, I'm so sorry. So sorry. No, I'm not I like really. And I was like, <laughs> based on these categories. You are wearing Xenon makeup, though. So, I did. Yeah. It's a good. It's just- yeah, it was the quickest if High School thing to Musical. Do. If High School Musical was gonna lose, like it was gonna lose to either <laughs> Xenon or Halloween Town. This like, does make my honest. choice easier, though. If we had done High School Musical and Halloween Town, it would have been really <laughs> tough. But Halloween Town and Xenon, I know what I prefer. Yeah, 
I, I so, don't I don't want to be dictated by like this sort of feeling, but like at the beginning of that, when Carolyn started saying, it's like, it has to be Xenon. Xenon's got to move on. From that moment forward, I was like, I have to find a way to make it High School Musical. But I just <laughs> couldn't, I couldn't genuinely you bring tried. myself to that conclusion. Um, but yeah. yeah, I get it. No, I honestly like, I understand the reasoning. I feel like it's just all, it's all nostalgia for me and mm-hmm. you can't fight anything against nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> All rationality goes out the window. They get that. This this final matchup is it, it's number one and number two. So our listeners ah, did do a great job. Well done. And like look, looking at this list, like I oh god, I, there are other movies that I think it would have been harder for me to pick, right? Because like I look at for instance, I love motocross. Like I love motocross. Like part <laughs> of me is like oh it should it should it should be in the final. And like ah, but I don't think anything can beat Halloween Town. Like I just mm. I just don't rewatchability alone honestly mm-hmm. yeah i could watch halloween town on an unending loop whereas i feel like xenon at some point i'd be like i get it you're mm-hmm. an angsty teen <laughs> you like your boy band i get it <laughs> yeah no every every october uh my wife and i watch halloween town and hocus pocus like it, it, we watch right. it every single year um for nine years now so it's it, it's yeah i i can't find anything that xenon would be halloween town for it's they're they're both incredibly original i think and they're both incredibly aesthetic because similarly to halloween town xenon really went the whole what is it nine yards i don't know nine yards Um, i think (laughs) there we go really went the whole nine yards in creating a space and creating a world right so like there's the space station and the scenes of that and then yeah obviously she goes down to earth but there's a lot of effort that went into xenon even just like the shuttle back down to earth and everything and making sure like the fun little aspects of like oh my god she's experiencing gravity for the first time um so i do think in 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 these cases i like that these two are here because they're probably the most the the two movies where disney put the most effort in (laughs) yeah (laughs) really Um, sets costume actors They so hired LeVar the- Burton to direct Smart House back off. <laughs> <laughs> I think he volunteered. LeVar Burton strikes me as the kind of guy that just like reads a script and is like, yes, yeah. I shall do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they're both original. I do. The nostalgia factor for me goes to Halloween Town and the aesthetics absolutely goes to Halloween Town because it's just stunning. Yeah. It's stunning. And it doesn't rely a lot on CGI. There's like occasional moments like when they're in the theater and like the swirling black is behind Calabar. But like overall it's it's costumes and it's prosthetics and it's um, models. It's not really CGI heavy. Whereas mm-hmm. like obviously the space, space station in Xenon is very CGI heavy. Right. Um, so I just think like the aesthetics definitely go to. That's not against CGI. I just think it's like more interesting <laughs> when it's costumes and aesthetics. Late um, late '90s CGI. You can talk against late '90s CGI <laughs> at any point because Xenon has some bad CGI in it, like bad even for that time. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's aesthetically. I love Halloween. Halloween's the fucking best. I can't wait for October so we can do some Halloween themed episodes on this podcast. Um, but yeah, it, it, you can't beat Halloween Town's aesthetics. You can't beat its nostalgia for me um, and originality while they're both original. Man, I think I'm just saying all the same things that Carolyn just said in different <laughs> words. So yeah, it's it, my official vote's Halloween Town here. Yeah, I, I love them both. But, and maybe you guys can help me understand why I feel this way. But 
there's something about Xenon that is, and obviously nothing against decoms, but it is very much a decom, feels like it's in its sphere. But I think there's something about Halloween Town where, yes, we all know it's a Disney Channel original movie, but like it's almost something past that where it could have been like outside of a straight to TV movie. And I still mm-hmm. would have like, I wouldn't have been jarred by that. Yeah. Like Xenon yeah. has its, it has the formula of a decom of just, it has all, it hits all the like check marks. And there's something about Halloween Town that's like that extra step of just, I don't know if they put more money, put more work into it. Or I I don't know what it is, but yeah. Debbie Reynolds agreed, and they were like, okay, yeah, five times the budget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just it has that elevation, mm-hmm. even even in the costumes, because like the Xenon costumes are cool, but like they are very much what they could do to make something look futuristic in the quickest, easiest way, like buying a yeah. bunch of silver lame and like cutting <laughs> triangles and everything. Love it, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> But it's definitely the cheapest costume that, like, the costume department could do. Triangles, the shape of the future. Yeah, it really does feel that. (laughs) Cool. Oh, my God. They saw into the future. They saw polyamory. (laughs) (laughs) Monogamy in this economy. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, now we just need President Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. Chelsea Clinton, polyamory, triangles. The future. It's that's what it is. Zoom, that's zoom, what it zoom. Is. Oh my yep. god! And the most, and the most '90s futuristic hair with uh, with what's his name there? Protozoa. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So many spikes. He looks oh, like fucking spikes. Bowser. My God. <laughs> he looked like Bowser eight in sync. <laughs> I am curious, Lizzie, if if High School Musical had been a oh god. Like, but that, should we do our official vote, our official vote first for for Xenon versus Halloween Town? Yeah, well, my official vote is Halloween Town for Halloween Town versus Xenon. I think that's pretty clear. Same. But, oh God, see, the problem is if High School Musical had been here instead of Xenon, I would have had a much harder time. Mm -hmm. So I really don't, I probably would choose Halloween Town just because I would have so much trouble and have to go to the categories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But they have like equal love in my heart, just in very different ways. And those are High School Musical and Halloween Town, as you were just saying about Halloween Town. Those are the, the two movies on this list that are like above a decom. Like, like it's, it's yeah. uh, Disney Channel original movies are basically Hallmark movies for kids. Um, <laughs> but the production yeah. value, specifically, I mean, High School Musical is even when you're talking about production value, that step higher than mm-hmm. Halloween Town, even. But the two of them are the ones that take that next step. Halloween Town. I would rather have seen like Halloween Town in theaters than I think anyone on the planet wants to see Morbius in theaters. Fair. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. Uh, <laughs> I keep reading reviews of Mor- Morbius and laughing and being like, hey, take that journey down. <laughs> yeah, whenever, when, whenever I'm down, I just I just open up the Googler machine and uh, look at how much people hate Jared Leto right now. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh my God. Congrats yeah, to Halloween, Halloween Town! Town! Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a great movie i know a lot of people feel very passionately about halloween town and i'm glad to see it win it's also a halloween movie that like i'm not someone who loves scary movies i don't i get scared very easily and i tend not to watch them i love that it's a halloween movie that i can watch Hmm. i find smart house way scarier yeah (laughs) smart house is it's it's very scary yeah yes (laughs) just like ooh, a house that can do anything for you oh boy lock you in starve you stare at you from the screen anyway (laughs) 
Um, all right. So any last parting thoughts before we do some plugs? Uh, I'm, I'm a was... big motocross lover now. Already was, but now I'm obsessed. Yeah. Um, I will be rewatching it soon. Um, <laughs> sexual tension is high. <laughs> That's all we, I have to love, say. we love a good, just like, like longing eye contact. Oh. Just like that's, I think, who was I texting about uh, all queer movies? I think it was, was it you, Lizzie? Maybe, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Like, like everyone, like, I was just like, yes, like queer movies are longing eye contact and hand brushing. It was Cleo. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's appropriate that we talk about this day of um, the birthday of our, the gay lord and savior, Christmas Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yes. Christmas Stewart Day. <laughs> Um, I also want to give a shout out to this episode having really great tangents. We had we had Shakespeare, we mm-hmm. had Morbius, polyamory. we had polyamory. Yeah. I'm we had gonna, all sorts uh, of fun I'm gonna ones. I'm gonna cut out all the tangents, but leave that last part in <laughs> just to confuse the <laughs> fuck out of everyone. Uh, Morbius, what? <laughs> yeah. And then they're gonna have to go back and listen a second time. Oh my god, it's genius! They're gonna be yes, like, "Where I missed perfect. that." Oh my god. <laughs> um, all right, so let's do some quick plugs. Um, please yell at us on Twitter. Just be polite because we're very sensitive. We are at the nerd the word on Twitter. Our Facebook group, which has reached two hundred people, oh! yay! Our, our Facebook group. Who is our two hundredth person? Hold on. I don't I know. Do I checked out. yesterday. Click. Uh, Christopher Banks. Those are Chris Banks, thank you. <laughs> um, we are the nerd is the word on Facebook. That is where we have our polls. I believe next week is worst couples. Is that what we have um, scheduled? Yeah, let me bring up the schedule again. Um, so as you'll remember, listeners, for Valentine's Day, we did best couples, which is a very sweet episode mm-hmm. uh, in which we talked about love and how much we love love. Now we're going to talk about how much we hate love, especially <laughs> toxic love so we are looking forward to that discussion uh if you want to chime in and give your opinions on the worst couples you don't need to it's edward and bella but you can have your voice be heard at the nerd is the word on facebook the only big rule we have is to be respectful and kind to each other our email for questions comments concerns future episode ideas or if you like lizzie want to be a guest on this Mm -hmm. podcast you can either just text adam or i or slide into our dms or email us at nerd is the word 413 at gmail.com one more big big thank you to our guest lizzie amadit kim thank you so much for joining us today listeners thank you so much for listening we love you remember stay safe out there and find some joy in this